Hey, this is Todd and Julie Mullen, senior pastors here at Christ Fellowship Church in South Florida. Whether you're across the street or across the world, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy week to join for this message. We hope that it encourages you and inspires you to get more out of life. Good morning, church. Wow. Man, hasn't God been so faithful in our church over the last uh, several months? 2023, there is so much to celebrate, not only in Palm Beach Gardens, but with Christ Fellowship everywhere as well. Uh, I wanna also send a special greeting today to my family who's gathered together in my mother's living room, I think, to watch today's service. They might be the only ones tuning in today, but hey fam, good to see you. Uh, uh, Happy New Year to you. Hey, say, say hello to everybody in Syracuse, New York today. Good to see you, fam. But I I love what God is doing through Christ Fellowship everywhere. In 2023, we have seen 16% growth in our online community. People that are tuning in for worship, they're taking classes, they're they're being a part of online digital prayer gatherings, and they're even getting baptized. How cool is this? This year through Christ Fellowship everywhere, we've seen 23 baptisms, people who are flying in from out of state to get into the Atlantic Ocean. This is Caitlin from Pennsylvania. Caitlin from Pennsylvania this week flew in, uh, got baptized by Pastor Daniel and our Christ Fellowship Everywhere team. It's so cool what's happening there. And speaking of baptisms, listen, Palm Beach Gardens, this year, 749 people went public with their faith. Come on, that's worth celebrating today. Those are lives that have been changed. That those are prayers that are answered. Those are 180 degree transformation in people's lives, 749 baptisms. It's incredible what we've actually been able to do together as a campus as well. Uh, through our outreaches like Make a Meal. This year we made hundreds of thousands of meals that went to plighted communities around the world. Not only that, we were in Palm Beach Gardens High School and in many of our high school and middle school campus or locations uh, here in Palm Beach Gardens, Pastor Antonio, Pastor Joy, our student team, you might think that God is not active and living in our public school system and education, but can I tell you that students are coming to Jesus every week through first priority. Things are happening through these ministries, and our our team is supporting meals uh, at the chapels and the the sporting events, and speaking of meals, this year you participated in helping us pack the pantry. We loaded up two semi-trucks full of food, uh, going to our local food pantries. I don't know about you, but I love our church, and I love what God is doing through his people. And as we look back on last year, we could see the faithfulness of God. But even as we look back on last year too, we know that there was some hardship in our lives, hardship in our world. I mean, wars were started in 2023. We've experienced grief and loss. Maybe even you experienced a job loss or a dream that you had thought at the beginning of this year would be fulfilled in your life, yet here you are on the last day of 2023 and the dream has not been fulfilled. I mean, grief and loss has impacted me significantly over this last year. I've got some insignificant grief as well. My Yankees didn't make the playoffs. But I'm praying and believing God for 2024 to be the year for the Yankees to regain their dominance in the American League East. But I also had real grief, real loss. This year I presided over too many funerals of 
friends, and even family. It was January 25th that I was sitting beside a hospital bed of an 89-year-old veteran, Navy Chief Robert Seeds. And as I watched him breathe his last breath on January 25th of this year, I realized that now for Rhonda and I, we have no surviving grandparents. He was the last of a generation for us. Born in the 1930s, impacted by the Great Depression and World War II. This man who his generation was called the silent generation was a man of resilience, strength, and grit. But there, as he breathed his last breath, I was reminded of the gift of life and the gift of every day that you and I have. In fact, it was just weeks earlier, January 1st, 2023, that I stood on this stage, on this platform, and I preached a message called Make Today Count. And I preached a message about this prayer that Moses prayed in Psalm 90, verse 12, where Moses said, teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. That was just 365 days ago. And here I am, December 31st. And so I'm bookending this year in our preaching, January 1st and December 31st. And a bookend isn't great because all the content's in the middle. But uh, here we are, December 31st. Asking ourselves, what do we need to leave behind in 2023? And what do we need to take with us into 2024? Because I think there's power in reflection of the previous year, but there is also power in the expectation of what God wants to do in the coming year. And I think the scriptures give us some clear direction of what we are to do with our lives. I want to draw your attention to the prophet Isaiah. In Isaiah chapter 43, this is what the prophet gives us as direction for our lives. This is what he says. As speaking for God, he says, forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers and dry wastelands. I love this passage of scriptures and others throughout the word of God that give us clear direction of how we could move forward in faith. So I wanna pray for us quickly today and then we'll continue in this text. Gracious Heavenly Father, thank you for the word that is living and active, that gives direction and guidance to our lives. Help us to hear from you today, that you wouldn't just speak through me, but you would speak Holy Spirit to hearts and minds today in this room and through Christ Fellowship everywhere. We ask it in your name, amen. amen. I don't know if you call it the first part of the scripture, but the first part says, forget the former things. Some of us need to forget some things that happened in 2023. We don't need to dwell on the past because we serve a God who is doing a new thing. And my question before you is the same question that God asked of them then. Do you not perceive it? Do you not have eyes to see today what God is desiring to do in your life? So we have to ask ourselves, well, well what are the former things? And I actually think that this might catch some of us by 
surprise today. And if we're going to step forward in faith in 2024, that we actually need to forget the former things, what are those former things? Well, let's look at the previous verses in Isaiah chapter 43. We'll go back to verse 15. This is what the prophet declares of the words of the Lord. He says, I am the Lord, your holy one, Israel's creator and king. I am the Lord who opened a way through the waters, making a dry path through the sea. I called forth the mighty army of Egypt with all its chariots and horses. I drew them beneath the waves and they drowned. Their lives snuffed out like a smoldering candle wick. And then he says, but forget all that. It is nothing compared to what I am going to do, for I'm about to do something new. See, I've already begun it. Do you not see it? Forgetting the former things in this context, what God is actually talking about is pointing back to that victorious moment where thousands of the Israelites would be released from Egypt and they would come to the Red Sea and the Red Sea would open before them and Moses would lead them victoriously through the other side and as they would enter in on the other side of the Red Sea, the uh, Egyptian army would follow them in. But if you know this Old Testament story, the walls of water began to crush in on the army and there they were defeated. Their chariots drowned, snuffed out like a smoldering candle wick, scriptures say. And he wants us to forget that? Well, why would God want us to forget that? Because I believe for some of us, we need to forget our victories. We need to forget our victories, meaning that some of us are stuck in the good old days of what God has done in the past, that every time we want to relive the past and what God is speaking to some of us today is that no longer can we live in the old move of God. We need a fresh wind of God in our lives that we can't hold back on the old things God's done. There is more for us. All that we celebrated through, get there first. And what's happening in our camps, Josh and Tiffany, we're just getting started. We're going to see a generation for God, rise up and declare his goodness and his faithfulness. Church, the victories of 2023 are nothing like the victories that we're going to see in 2024. There is more in store for us. Yet God would say, forget those victories. And I got to tell you that that victory is monumental. I mean, Moses, he established a feast to remember the Exodus. It's called Passover. And God throughout the Old Testament would even give himself a nickname, I am the Lord your God who led you out of the land of Egypt. We read that over 71 times in the Old Testament. But I think what God is whispering to some of us today is that we can't stay camped out at the shore of the Red Sea of a victory, we've got to move towards the promised land that he has for us. And I want to encourage someone today, you think your best days are behind you. Your best victories are in the past. And I want to encourage you today that we see this over and over again in scripture, that your best days are ahead of you, that there is more victory for you. There is more that God has in store for you. Now, This doesn't mean that you and I don't consider the victories of old or to take a moment to celebrate them and considering all that God has done. Without question, these moments of deliverance, the moments that God shows up, the moments that we see his hand working in our lives, they 
build faith in us. They give us an expectation for our future. They build an anticipation for the next encounter that God has for us, but we can't live in the old victory. We need to expect God to do more. But if we're not careful, we'll build a monument to the past that we won't see what God is doing in the present. And God has so much to do for us. So not only should we forget our victories, but I wanna encourage some of you today too that you're to forget your failures. Amen. To forget your failures. Isaiah goes on to say these words as speaking on behalf of God. Isaiah 43, verses 24 and 25, he says this. You have burdened me, God says, with your sins and wearied me with your offenses. I, even I, am he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake and remembers your sins no more. We need to forget the former things, not only of those victories, but we also need to forget our sins and our failures and the times that we have walked away from what God has for us because in Christ Jesus, you and I have been forgiven. This is the word of the Lord in Psalm 103, verse 12. He says, I, I, I wanna remind you that your sin has been removed as far as the east is from the west. Do you know how far it, the east is from the west? <laughs> they never meet. This is how far God has moved your sin from you. And his mercies, just like today, they are new every morning. I love Lamentations chapter three, verses 22 and 23. It says, the steadfast love of the Lord, it never ceases. His mercies come, never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. If 2023 in the rearview mirror is failure after failure, I wanna encourage you today that there therefore is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Nothing can separate you from the love of God. His mercy and his goodness are chasing you down all the days of your life. And if I can be vulnerable for just a moment today, I struggle often with the failures of my past. And I have to remind myself constantly that I am not the sum of my mistakes. And that while I might have failed in the past, I'm gonna do what Dr. Maxwell says, I'm going to fail forward. I'm gonna learn from the failure, I'm gonna get up, I'm gonna dust off my knees, and I'm gonna pursue the righteousness that God has for me. But we serve an enemy, listen church, we serve an enemy who loves to remind us of our failure. You know, Satan does two things. He tempts and he reminds us. Temptation and reminders, temptation and reminders, and both are cloaked with lies. See, Satan doesn't know your future, so he can only remind you of your past. And you've heard this old cliche that when Satan reminds you of your past, you can remind him of his future. And I think that's true today, but some of you need more freedom than that. You need to know today that Satan doesn't know your future. He's not omniscient. Only God is omniscient. He's all knowing and he has great plans for your future and freedom for you. And so when the temptations come, 
No temptation has seized you except what is common to man, and God is faithful. He will always provide a way out, and the way out is Jesus. Jesus. So forget the former things. Don't get stuck in the victories of old, and don't get stuck in the reminders of your past, but move forward in faith. And then Isaiah the prophet says something that almost seems like it contradicts this forget the former things, but because he says, remember. And the second step that you and I need to take to move forward in 2023 is we need to remember who God is. Remember who God is. Look at Isaiah chapter 46, verses nine through 10. He says, remember the former things, those of long ago. I am God and there is no other. I am God and there is none like me. I make known the end from the beginning, from ancient times and what is still to come. I say my purpose will stand and I will do all that I please. So in one breath, Isaiah speaks the word of God, forget the former things. And in another breath, he says, remember who God is. And I wanna encourage someone this morning that God is a God who is present in every circumstance and situation in our life. He is not a distant or unaware God, but he is up close, he is personal, and he is a God who is with us. Isaiah puts it this way. As he describes who God is, God describes himself in this way in Isaiah 46, verses three to four, he says, listen to me, you descendants of Jacob, all the remnant of the people of Israel, you whom I have upheld since your birth and have carried since you were born, even to your old age and gray hairs, I am he. I am he who will sustain you. I have made you. I will carry you, I will sustain you, and I will rescue you. I don't know what you faced in 2023, I don't know what you will face in 2024, but I know there is a God who will uphold you with his righteous right hand, that he will rescue you, he will sustain you, he will be with you. Even though you walk through the fires, you will not be burned. Even though you walk through the waters, you will not be drowned. Isaiah chapter 43, verses one through three, but this is what the Lord says. Do not fear, for I've redeemed you. I've summoned you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I'll be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze, for I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. Church, if you can't tell, I'm excited today. I'm excited today because of who God is over and over and over and over and over and over and over again in the scriptures, but also who he is over and over and over and over and over and over again in my life and in your life. I've seen it. You need to hold on to his promises today that he is with you. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. He is faithful. So forget the former things. Remember who God is. And finally today, to step into this year with faith and to move forward in 2023, that you will press into the things of God this year. That nothing will keep you from pressing into all that he has for you. Throughout the scriptures, we see people who pressed in 
and experienced a mighty move of God. Daniel, he was a man who pressed in in prayer three times a day. He would be found in his upper room on his knees in prayer. He pressed in in prayer. David, the psalmist who sang song after song for us, he pressed in in worship and devotion to God. We see it in those who pressed in just to touch the hem of the garment of Christ. There is a pressing and a doing and activating of our faith. I love this quote from Dallas Willard. Dallas Willard talks about grace and he talks about pressing into the grace of God. He says, grace is opposed to earning, but grace is not opposed to effort. It's not opposed to effort. That There's something that you and I need to do. Paul puts it this way in another place in the scriptures that you and I, we've got to work out our salvation with fear and trembling. There is this pressing. Paul writes it this way. Philippians chapter three, verses 12 through 14. He says, I don't mean to say that I've already achieved these things or that I've already reached perfection, but I press on. Amen. Church, say press on. press on. But I press on to the promises that perfection for which Christ Jesus first possessed me. No, dear brothers and sisters, I've not achieved it, but I focus on this one thing. Paul, this mighty man of God, he says, I focus on this one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. I press on to the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God, through Christ Jesus, is calling us. Paul says, this one thing I do, I press on. To press on means to eagerly pursue. It's the image in the Greek of a foot chase. That there is a chase is on and Paul is saying, I'm gonna run my race. I'm gonna chase it. I'm gonna run it down. I'm gonna press on to the things that God has for me, forgetting the past and pursuing what he has for me. So how do we press on? How do we press on? This is the application for us, church. This is what I, I want you to do this coming new year. The first thing that I wanna encourage you to press on is that you would press on, press in to his promises. That you would press into the promises of God, that you would press into the word of God. That there is so much in these scriptures that remind us of his unfailing love for us and that his words are true. Proverbs 30 verse five tells us that every word of the Lord proves true. He is a shield Amen. to those who take refuge in him. Amen. The word of the Lord is powerful and it's mighty. You and I won't be able to move forward in faith in 2024 if we don't hide the word of the Lord in our hearts. Right. And so church, we try to make this easy and simple for you. Our Christ Fellowship app has a daily feature where you could practice gratitude, that you could pray for others, but that you could also be in the word of God daily this week, this hour on Sunday or wherever you're watching this at Christ Fellowship everywhere. This is not enough. There is more for you in the devoted life that God desires from you, that you would spend time in his word and his promise. Now, his word alone isn't powerful. Like, I mean, this book isn't powerful. What's powerful is when this word 
moves into my heart, transforms my mind by the renewing of my mind, and then is spoken and declared. And I want to encourage you today that you don't just need someone to speak the word over you. You need to let the word of God speak through you. There is power in his promises. Let me just remind you of some of the promises of God's word. He promises, listen, to give you rest. Jesus makes this invitation. He says, come to me, all who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you because I am humble and gentle of heart, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. He promises to give you rest. He promises to take care of your needs. At the Philippians chapter four, verse 19, and this same God who takes care of me will supply all your needs from his glorious riches and all that has been given to us in Christ Jesus. He promises to answer your prayer. Ask and it'll be given. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. He promises to protect you. That his name is a strong tower and the righteous run to it and they are safe. He promises to give you eternal life because God so loved the world that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. The promises of the word of God press into them. The second part of this pressing in is to press into his people. Press into his people. Do you know that we need each other? Do you know that we need this gathering? Those of you who are worshiping with us at Christ Fellowship everywhere, some of you, you're locally watching maybe with some people, but we need each other. Pastor Todd says, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Yeah, because our friends determine our future. And some of you this year, this is a year for a new future for you because you are going to get some new friends. Because when you get the right voices in your life, you'll make the right choices. That's right. The right voices, the right choices. We say this all the time so much that you could fill in the blank, church. The question is, are you filling in the blank or are you believing? Are you practicing? Because what we believe is made evident in our behavior. So if we believe that to be true with our lives, then man, we should be surrounded with the right voices so we make the right choices. We should have a bright future because of the friends that are circling around us. It's why we preach and practice this all the time. You're gonna have to get into a group in 2024. You're gonna have to jump onto a serve team. You're going to have to get around the people of God. We need each other. And in order for us to step forward in faith in 2024, we're going to need each other. Okay, church? So jump into that. As your campus pastor, I'm encouraging you. It's going to transform your life. And single people, I found my spouse in the house of God. Okay? And so I met Rhonda Servin, now 21 and a half. We won't date ourselves. Y'all. There is so much that God has for you in the family of God. So you're going to press into his promises. You're going to press into his people. And lastly, and most importantly, you need to press into his presence and his power. There is so much that God has for you when you quiet yourself before him each and every day. At Christ Fellowship, we talk about the first 15, the first 15 moments of your day. Five minutes in prayer, five minutes in worship, 
five minutes in scripture reading. And some of you, you're not, you're not doing the first five. Some of you, you're not doing the first 10. Some of you, maybe you're not doing the first 15 or maybe, maybe you're doing more than that. But I've got to tell you, there is nothing like sitting before the Lord Amen. and saying, Holy Spirit, speak to me. Amen. There's nothing like getting into his presence and pursuing his power. And this year, if you do anything, press into his presence, press into his power. He wants to enable you and empower you for every moment of your life. It's why this year we've carved out three nights coming in January 9th, 10th, and 11th that we're calling Revival Nights because we're believing that these nights are gonna put us in the presence of God, Amen. that we're gonna experience the, the power of God and it's going to transform the way we view ourselves, the way we view our world, the way we view our church, the way we view our community. We need to press into the presence and power of God. And a simple way for you to do that is to mark your calendar, to join us for those nights, but then also that you would make a personal commitment, not a resolution, but a goal this year to seek his presence, to ask the Holy Spirit to empower you, to ask the Holy Spirit to fill you afresh and anew in this coming year. Isaiah chapter 43, I close with this verse. 19, God says this, for I am about to do something new. See, I've already begun. Do you not see it? I'll make a pathway through the wilderness. I'll create rivers in the dry wasteland. Amen. He is doing something new. Do you not perceive it? I hope you see it, church, because what God sees most for you and what God cares most about for you is not what's behind you, Amen. but what is in front of you. And I see there is so much in front of you in 2024. I want to invite you to just here in this moment today, would you bow your heads and close your eyes with me today? And maybe today you're in this room and the former things have really got you stuck. Maybe even your own sin and shame and guilt has you stuck today. Could I tell you there's freedom for you today? There's a relationship that you know that you need restored or a relationship that you need to begin and it's not with a person, it is with God himself. And today I wanna give you the opportunity on this day, the last day, December 31st, 2023, to allow it to be the first day of your renewed relationship with the Lord or your first day of your relationship with him. The scriptures teach us that if we believe in our heart and confess with our mouth that Jesus died and rose again, we will be saved. For it's with our heart that we believe and with our mouth that we confess. And I wanna give you a moment to, to pray that prayer today, to make that confession. So if you're here today or watching with us at Christ Fellowship everywhere and you'd say, Dave, I know that I'm not where I need to be in my relationship with God, but this day I wanna begin or restart my relationship with him. Would you just raise your hand in this room and online, you can take the next steps that are there as well, listed on the screen. Yes, hands going up throughout the room today. Your hand being raised is a simple act of confession 
You can put your hand down, but I want you to pray this prayer with me. Those of you that raised your hand and church family, pray it with me. Say, dear Jesus, I believe in you. I believe you died for me and that you rose again. I give you my life. Forgive me of my sins and fill me with your spirit. I wanna live for you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. Come on, let's celebrate those that made that decision today. Best decision that you can make ending your year in that way. Thank you again for spending time with us today. If you're looking to take a step in discovering the more that God has in store for you, just text the word podcast to the number 441-441 and select the option that applies to you. And if you enjoyed this message, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. A special thanks to those of you who generously give to all that God is calling us to do together. It's because of you that everything that we do is possible. We'll see you right back here for next week's message.